It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton with you, and it's a Wednesday show, and we've got uh, some boys and girls basketball. Not a ton of games, Brady, but um, there well, are some interesting yesterday things was to actually, talk about. Yesterday was actually pretty busy, and the games we did have on Monday – a lot of them were interesting to us. Yeah, um, the, the 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 Weimer tournament we'll get into uh, when, when we talk about the uh, girls. I finally got uh, eyeballs on Imlay City, uh, and I and I think they're the real deal. Um, and last night I uh, thought it was a real good bounce back by uh, Northern and PH with a big showing. Yeah, the Port here on area schools combined for a hundred and fifty points. That is nuts. Well, no, not quite. 155. 155, yeah. Short-changed them. Yeah. Ripped, that's a, that's a hell off. of a showing from them. And, uh, yeah, we, we got some more context in girls' basketball now. And I think the landscape's shifting a little bit on the ladies' sides of things in the BWAC. Yeah, well, it's, it's interesting. So we, we've got teams that will be buying more stock in, and then maybe one team that, uh, Brady might give a share or two away. I don't know if you're going to yeah, give up on them might, completely, we're, but we're a little uh, bearish on a couple teams <laughs> after this week. Not not panic mode, but a little more bearish. All right, so we'll get into it when we come back. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800 848 5150. Garrett Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Garrett Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Garrett Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. DuraClean by Bachelor. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, 
Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Come for the food and stay for the family atmosphere. Try all of Chef Susie's world-famous homemade soups and sauces. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin also does carry out. Call 810-378-5565. Whether you want a great steak or their delicious fettuccine Alfredo, they have a menu for all tastes with daily specials. So come to the place where no one is a stranger, the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You know it's serious winter time when Brady is wearing his toque. Yes, I. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I'm in my lazy outfit today. We're not really going out anywhere, so until the game. So I, I wore my comfy stuff coming in to record today all right let's talk girls basketball let's go back to monday let's talk uh the jim weimer uh tournament uh because ph st Clair, marysville northern were the four teams there uh, and you had a couple of interesting games yeah i expected one game to maybe be a little faster paced a little higher scoring and the other one to be a grinded out game and i got the flip uh, P.H. St. Clair was a game of runs, of offensive explosions, and Marysville and Northern was a game of it was like pulling teeth to, to score. Um, it was, they, they were two completely different games. We'll start with the first semifinal. P.H. and St. Clair. St. Clair got out to an early lead. I believe they were up 12-7 to in the first. Ended up uh, leading after one 12-10. But then... PH exploded in the second quarter, had 18 points. Ileana Williams had a bulk of those points. They took a seven-point lead into the break. And then at one point in the third quarter, PH came out, just kept attacking, kept building the lead. I believe it got as high as 16 points, and I'm going, all right, PH is flexing their muscle. This game's over. And... At one point, St. Clair went on, I believe, a 9-0 run to end the quarter, and it was 42-37, and you're going, St. Clair's got a shot in this. After being dead in the water, St. Clair has a puncher's chance. They tie it up at 46 and then get outscored 17-2 the rest of the way and lose 63-48. So a 15-point loss in a game that was tied in the fourth quarter. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of hard to explain. It was really weird. And St. Clair's problem has at times been scoring, and they did it by committee in the first half. It was Tabitha Furlan. She had 16 points, the majority coming in the first half. Uh, Alec Komarowski added 10. You had um, eight from Picklehop. Audrey Schindler had six points all in the third quarter. That was uh, a turning point in the game when she started to at least get a few points. But Ileana Williams was the star. She ended with 27. There were there were spurts where she took over. It was weird. Uh, uh, her 27 points, it felt like they all came in spurts. Like she'd get eight here, seven here, uh, eight here, and then go four or five minutes without scoring, but then have another spurt. 
Ava Weber was a big help. She finished with 12 points as well. I mean, Mariah Turner had eight. Izzy Trombley had seven. Deja Brown had six. So after Ileana had her 27, it was a very balanced attack from Port Huron. And a team that we don't consider a high-scoring team dropped 63 points. You know, um, 20, 27 for Miliana Williams will help you uh, get to 63. I, I describe her, is this fair, Brady, or is this, this an accurate description? I describe Ileana's game as she's a bull in a china shop. Yeah, there are times she says, I'm going to the to the rim. There's nothing you can do to stop me. Um, but she, she can shoot from outside as well. She does have finesse to the game. Uh, I, I just say she has one gear, and it's go. And when she goes, it's almost like, okay, she makes up her mind. I'm going to the basket. Mm-hmm. If people get in my way, I am going to force the referee to make a decision. Right. Is it a charge or is it a block? Because there's going to be contact. She made six free throws of her 27 points, so she got to the line fairly regularly. Uh, but St. Clair, man, they're they're a weird team because in this game, there were pockets where you went, oh, wow, Port Huron's just way too good for them. And then they, they'd come back. like you're, you, you don't erase a, a 16-point deficit without being good, without hitting some shots. The one thing St. Clair just hasn't found right now is that go-to score when they need a bucket, when they've got to have it. It's kind of by committee and who's playing well, not just in the game, but almost in the quarter. Yeah, I mean, and they have players you feel like could do it. Like, I feel like if you need a bucket – Maddie Cole's a good choice. If you well, need a bucket, Schindler should well, be a good choice. It was choice. Tabitha Furlan in the first yeah. half. She kept them in the game after PH uh, took took a big lead. In fact, PH was up, I believe, like 12 or 13, and then St. Clair went on a little run to cut it to five before Williams hit a buzzer beater at the end of the first. So St. Clair would get down big, and then they charge back, and then they'd get down big. It was very all or nothing for St. Clair. I guess what I'd like to see is some consistency. Yeah. Because it takes a lot of energy out of you to erase double digit deficits. And it felt like they worked so hard, they climbed the mountain and they, they did tie it. And then they kind of went, All right, we tied it. And then they blinked and PH went, No, you didn't. And in the span of three, four minutes, made it look like the game was never close. Yeah, so a, a, a lot of ups and downs, it was kind of a seesaw for them. Yeah, and a game that I really thought, hey, if you got to third, if you would have told me St. Clair scores 48 points in this game, I would have told you they would win and probably win fairly comfortably. Yeah, yeah, P- PH doesn't give up 48 points they to a lot of teams. They don't score 63 either. <laughs> That's the thing. But um, it shows you that they could, you know. Right. Um. I want to see now. Now you've got me curious because again, like when the last time Saint Clair's not awful defensively was, especially against the Most team nuts. that I, the team that I care about for PH because I know they they've done it probably when they've had a crossover against mm-hmm. a team that's not very good. Well, everybody but, um, does that, so. right? They, like they scored sixty five against Roseville last year. I mean, Roseville wasn't very yeah, good last that's, year. I mean. While they did it, it's kind of like, yeah, that one I expect. Um, they didn't do it at all in the 21-22 year. In fact, they never got above 50 that season. So 
I mean, 63 points against a St. Clair team that at worst is above average, I'd say, is, is pretty in, in, impressive. Wow, we're, we're going back a long way to find the last time they scored 63 against a team that, like, you go, they're, they're going to win more than they lose. Um, that's 61 against Northern in 2019. 62 against Corona in the Holiday Showcase. So, and then 69 against Ford. That was the year they went 21-1. and one. So, basically since the 1920 season. 2019-2020, not the year 1920. So, PH showed a little uh, prowess on offense. I, I like to see that. I don't want them to lose a defensive identity, but... Hey, if you can score 63, you're winning a lot in, in, in girls' <laughs> Probably basketball. Probably not losing again this season. Uh, Marysville Northern, th- this you thought this could be the 63-48 yeah. game. And Northern, I will give Coach Rossi credit. He had a game plan, and they stuck to it. Uh, Avery Wolters could have been in line at the concession stand or getting on the bus and Kate Nichols would have been within a foot of her. <laughs> they, from the tap, they did not let Avery Wolters get a clean line of vision to the basketball. And they, they I think, knew they were going to sacrifice Kate Nichols' offense a little bit because Kate Nichols only ended up with six points. But it was for a good reason. I mean, they... They kept Avery Wolters in check. The first quarter was nine to seven. Second quarter was nine to seven, just the other way. So it's sixteen sixteen at the half. The third quarter six to five, and you're going. This game is like the offense isn't picking up; it's slowing down. Charlotte Eastman kept Northern afloat in the first half. She hit back to back threes that kept them in it. Shannon Falco hit a three. In fact, for as low scoring as it was through three quarters. Teams are actually hitting threes. Both sides just basically said, yeah, you're not getting in the paint, so you can shoot us out of this, but you're not getting into the paint. For Marysville, Adrian Collins had a couple threes early that kept Marysville afloat. I mean, when you have 16 points and a half, a couple threes is nearly half your points. It's clutch, yeah. So that's what a lot of it was, was three-point shooting, and it's 22-21 going into the fourth, and you're going... The team gets to 30, they might win this one. And then I don't know if Northern ran out of gas or what happened. Mary's Something clicked for Marysville. They almost outscored their first three quarters. They put up 20 in the fourth. Avery Wolters started to get going a bit. Collins hit another three. And Marysville ends up winning 41-33 over a Northern team that for three quarters played really well, especially defensively. Again, I don't know if it was they just ran out of gas. Marysville made the adjustment. But Marysville just went, okay, I guess it's time to score and put up 20 points in the fourth after only scoring 21 in the first 24 minutes of basketball. Yeah, and, and, you know, they tried really hard to take away Walters, and in the end, she still got 12 points, which is only like six under her average. She did hit a three in the, like the last 10 seconds to bolster that a little bit. She, I think, could have dribbled out the rest of the clock, but took a three to, to put the dagger in. So really, for all intents and purposes, Northern held Walters to eight points. And that's a pretty good job. It's just Northern needed a little more scoring. 
Because you hold Marysville to 41, you have a chance. But when you only put up 33, hey, it worked against PH, but 33 is a tough number to hold the team under. Well, I mean, especially a talented one. Th- this this might be the the one time here in the early going because they've really played well. That you go, yeah, they missed Jade Freeman. Mm-hmm. No, there was, especially the way Marysville packs in that one-two-two zone where again they're daring the other team to shoot them out of it. Even if Freeman can just get to the hoop in this one, I'd like to see this rematch with them. I'd also like to see this rematch when Marysville's you know, matured a little bit because there are some players that I do think by the end of the year are going to grow into their roles. I think both Quains will figure out what they're doing. I think Addie Minesburg will become a little more aggressive, realizing that, hey, it's your turn to take this the, the reins, that you, we've prepared you for this. Go ahead and do it. And just sometimes with Marysville, it seems like a little bit of maybe a confidence issue that – they're not 100% used to having to be the go-to person. But th- there's plenty of talent out there for them to do it. The biggest thing they need is they need someone else to score somewhat consistently so you can't face guard Avery Walters for three yeah. quarters. I'm encouraged because uh, Collins getting 13 points. Uh, I like that because when I saw her against Gross Point North, um, she seemed like a young player who was indecisive and I wouldn't have pictured her having 13 actually just a couple of weeks later. Right. I mean, for a player that hadn't played in the program. Yeah. That's all. I, 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 that encourages me. And, and yeah, look out if, if they get some secondary scoring. And I think it's coming because I think Minesburg will score. And I think Ryan Quain is even, a scorer. Even Kendall Quain, she hit a three in this one. It doesn't have to be all of them every night. Just take turns. Yep. Depending on who you're playing, have a different approach. And if one other player can step up and then you have Wolters can give you 12 to 18 points, if someone else can get in double figures, I think you're going to be all set. But Northern, I, I like their game plan, but they hit do, do, do six threes. So 18 of their 33 points came from three-pointers. Wow. Have to kind of find a way to get to the basket. They only had five two-point, excuse me, six two-point makes. So they made just as many threes as twos. All right, uh, we're going to complete this tournament tonight. Um, with uh, the first game is uh, going to be Northern and Saint Clair, uh, and the second game will be Port Huron and Marysville. So that'll be interesting. And you'll see both of those. That'll be a lot of fun for you. Yeah. Um, okay. So the recent history of Kingston girls basketball is they're really good. Harbor Beach sixty nine, Kingston thirty three. How yeah. good is Harbor Beach? It at least <laughs> makes you lift an eyebrow, and yes. I guess Kingston's down a bit, but. but. Still, uh, and Pontiac beat Cardinal Mooney 49-33 to round out Monday's scores. Lots of basketball last night. Uh, the one MAC game uh, that we want to mention before we get into the BWAC, which is really interesting, um, Marine City beats Lutheran North 50-41. to The Lady Mariners continue to play solid basketball, and again, this is a veteran group, and I think they're going to have a big year, Brady. Yeah, I, I- Probably the favorites in their league. Yeah. If there was a way to put a fifth team in the Weimar tournament, I'd love to have them in there. Yes. Because I'd really like to see how they stack up with all these teams. And we're yeah. going to get a C2 against St. Clair, but 
I don't think they play anyone else in the regular season in that tournament. And and, and they're just they're really playing well right now too. That's uh, I also would like to catch them while they're streaking in a positive direction. Right. Play some of these teams. All right. Speaking of going in a positive direction, Yale takes it to uh, Elmont last night, 47-23 behind 21 from Alyssa Barr. If you don't have a big for Alyssa Barr, it's go- it's going to be a long night. Because, okay, you can double-team in the post. You can do what you can to, to get her to not touch the ball. Then there's Sadie Dykstra. And you're what, are you going to bet she doesn't score? That's <laughs> not a bet I'm taking. Score, yeah. And then that doesn't include, oh, yeah, there's also Kimberly Martin that if you sell out on those two, she can get to the rack and score as well. Yeah. Yale's dangerous. I mean, unless you have a, a starting five that can compete and really have a diverse group, yeah, you're going to have trouble defending Yale. All right. Uh, I'm still telling folks to buy stock in the Croslex girls. They beat Richmond 58-23 to last night. We expected them to win that game, but again. But Richmond held Yale to, what, in the 30s? Yeah. Again, it's one game. Yale could have just had a bad night. But you still scored 58 on a team that's at least been all right defensively. Yeah, so uh, I, I like that Crosslex team. North Branch uh, with a nice win over Algonac, fifty-seven to twenty-nine. A lot of high-scoring games. Yeah, right. Last night, Yale was the low-scoring vict- victorious team in girls. Yeah, with only forty-seven. So right, they, they missed the fifties by three. Like the first round of BUAC games, I think they would have been the highest-scoring team. <laughs> and uh, and look at Armada. They put up fifty-eight last night and beat Imlay City fifty-eight to forty-six. So. Buy our made a stock. Buy made a stock. Especially Those after what PH has been doing. Uh, our made a Yale, I think, is going to be a, a big game. Um, I, we have to throw Cross Lex in there because they beat North Branch. Um, and maybe Emily City's a step back. Yeah, I think the, the, the big thing about Armada like last year was injuries. Like, we never really had a long stretch last year where Armada had everybody on the court. At the same time, again, they're not that deep, but they got five to seven girls that can play ball. And at least for the BWAC, I mean, once you get to a regional, you're going to have to go deeper than that. But for the BWAC, like I said, Yale, they don't have a seven-person bench to go to. I mean, you saw Cross Lex. They have a little bit of depth, but they they don't roll 10, 11 players out there. So the depth might not be a huge issue. I don't know. It seems like it's going to be a fun BWAC race, and I'm excited. Yale plays someone interesting in the uh, in the SC4 showcase, don't they? They take on who is it? PH. They play PH. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big testing. That's a big test for them because they don't play another uh, league game. In fact. They're first one of the teams we're talking about, not till January 19th when they host Croslex. So the the four winners last night in the BWAC, uh, I think, are all legit. And I'm not going to throw dirt over Imlay City just yet. Uh, I think there's probably five pretty solid teams in the, in the BWAC. I think Imlay City can have a say in who wins it. I just don't think they'll win it themselves. If that makes sense. Okay. 
uh, I'll buy stock in that analysis. But uh, on, on any given night, I won't be surprised if I see a score come in and go, oh, okay, Emily City won that game. No. So, I mean, Yale stocks is the same because they've been high from the get-go. Yeah, We've had high expectations, and they lived up to them. But Crosslex stock is up. Armada stock is up. Yeah. Uh, I think they're, they're going to be in the mix uh, this year right to the finish line. Deckerville needs overtime to get by Bay City All Saints 43-42. Peck beat. Caseville in a football game, thirty-nine to eight. Not too far off from what the score was. Yeah, uh, another Dryden team, fifty-six for uh, Dryden over Carsonville Port Sandlack, who had twenty-eight, uh, and Ubley twenty-five, North Huron twenty-three. You're North Huron, and you say you're going to hold Ubley to twenty-five tonight. You, you feel like you're going to win that game, yeah. don't you? <laughs> yeah, you think so. But uh, it it did not happen. But what did happen? was a lot of boys' basketball, too, and uh, we'll get to uh, that in just a moment. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer? Teach your grandkids to fish. Your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. Offices located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. In-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales, just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. This is Amari Haller. I play quarterback at Port Huron High School. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the field. I know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. 
I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We will beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. So on uh, on Monday night, I wanted to see. Uh, It was snowy. It was blowy. uh, Emily City, it's dark going down that road to the the school. Uh, I almost always at night miss the road like I'll be almost passing like oh this is where I make the turn uh, <laughs> and, and I get to Emily City and at the end of the first quarter it's Flint International 17 Emily City 7 they can't hit the side of the barn with a shot and I'm thinking real quick before thinking, you get uh, into, into that game can you just say how the JV game oh, went because yes. listen we almost will never talk about a JV game unless some 23-year-old woman's playing in it like the one in Virginia. <laughs> but Dennis texted me while I was doing the oh Weimer tournament and just said, you have to remind me how this this JV game ended. You were baffled. So it's tied at the end of uh, regulation, um, basically because the kid had two free throws and Make them both the game's over. Right. So, of course, he split. So, of course, we went to overtime. And working in the media, there's nothing worse than the words JV overtime. Yes. So, at the end of the first overtime, Flint International has the game won. They steal the ball at midcourt with, like, seven seconds left in the game. They're three on, like, one to the basket. All the they're kid up ha- one, right? They're up one. All the kid has to do is dribble out the clock or even just go to the basket and get a layup. Time's going to run out. They're going to win the game. This knucklehead stops and jacks a three <laughs> that misses by seven miles. And Imlay City gets the ball, and the kid gets fouled with seven-tenths of a second left in overtime. And he could have actually won it with two free throws. He, of course, split the free throws, and we went to a second overtime. And But I could not believe and, – and it was like you could see because we got a great vantage point at Imlay City. They put us right behind the scorer's table a couple rows up, mm-hmm. and the benches are right there. And the coach for Flint International's reaction was priceless. I wish I was one of those knuckleheads that knew how to use my phone, and I had it, and we could have posted it because it's priceless. You could just like, what are you doing? Like his hands up in, and like he, oh, I thought he was going to murder the kid. (laughs) He pulled, he could not have pulled him any quicker. Oh my! Needless goodness. to say, he yeah. uh, that kid didn't see a whole lot of time. Uh, yeah, he didn't play in the second overtime. Over yeah. <laughs> I couldn't. I, we're like everybody. Like you could just hear the entire gym, both sides, gasp, going, "No, you're not going to shoot." <laughs> and he did. He and did. even if he had just hit something, yeah, hit the th- rim, try to throw it through the backboard, it'll bounce and no one. But the but one, he 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 put it up. Uh, how far is a three pointer? 
in what's high it, school. What's it, like 19-something feet, um, 20 feet? Let me look it up. So let, let's just say it's 20 feet. His shot went 14 feet. <laughs> yeah, 19, like it was a bad shot. <laughs> yeah, 19 feet, 9 inches in high school. Yeah, it, it, it didn't make it the 19 feet, 9 inches. It, it didn't even come close. Like, he would have been better off just grab, picking up and the like, basketball, you, punching it into the stands, and going, here, you have two seconds. Because he, like, he stopped. He looked down, made sure his feet were behind the line, and set on it, and then, and then he just put up a dud. <laughs> <laughs> you know in his head he was going this is the moment dagger time yeah this game is over like, i'm gonna drain this at yeah. the buzzer and we're gonna win by four and a- yeah pad the stats let's go and nope should have lost now Flint international's jv ended up winning they they did end up winning 50, which makes it a little less 53 funny. but i i couldn't believe it because it's one of those like everybody is like no <laughs> even even like the the most oblivious parent who doesn't know what's going on and is yeah. just there because their kids on the team was like no that's <laughs> stupid <laughs> basically could have done anything else he could have bounced the ball as high as he could have uh, uh, uh. he could have thrown it backwards over his head because no one from MLA city would have expected it yeah so uh, occasionally we, we go to a high school event and we get reminded they're high school kids. <laughs> but that was just too funny not to share. Yeah. And <laughs> and it cost you starting late. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, our 7 o'clock game didn't start till like, 7.35. But <laughs> we I, got a story. <laughs> uh, um, but <laughs> so now I'm excited because Emily City's been rolling. Should be 8-0. They were 7-1 coming in, into the game. And International's 3-0. So I know they're not an awful team, right? Um, and um, and Flint International came out strong. Um, they've got a player named uh, Jalan Manji, who I think is pretty solid. He finished with seventeen points, but they're up seventeen to seven at the end of the first, and I'm like, oh man, I either caught Emily City on their worst night ever, mm-hmm. or they've been playing nobody because they don't look like seven-one basketball right. team to me. Xander Nash, not doing much. Mm-hmm. Well, seven points, no one's doing much. Um, and 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 so I'm not not super impressed. I mean, it was like fifteen to four at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, ah, oh, geez, kind of wasted my Monday night coming out here. <laughs> then the second, third, and fourth quarters happened, and Emily City outscored them fifty to eighteen. Okay, you give up 17 in the first and 18 the rest of the game. So it was the inverse of the Northern girls. Oh, and and then 19 points in the second, 13 in the third, 18 in the fourth. Xander Nash is the real deal, 24 points. You talk about we need a basket, he's a we need a basket kid. Um, And he can play within the system, Mm -hmm. and their system is run. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Run and jack threes. Yes. You know how you make more free threes? You shoot more threes. <laughs> and they and made nine. And I'm I'm sure they shot at least 20, which is actually nine out of 20 is a really good percentage. Uh, nine winning, out of 25 is a really good you're percentage. You're winning a lot of games if you're shooting nine of 20 from three. Um, But the, the other thing about it is he can go off the reservation and create his own stuff. If there's nothing going on, he finds a way to get to the basket or get himself some room so that he can get a look 
and and he knocks him down. He finished with 24 points, um, but it's just it's like he can be the show, but he's not the whole show because they've got other really solid players. Landon Jones, Isaac Sommer. Um, I like Jack Siegler too. I mean, Matt Evans. Uh, he didn't have uh, the best night when you were there. Yeah, but. he only had five points, but. We know he can shoot. Right. Go look through the other box scores. Yeah, like he I, has. He's had nights where he has 15 points or he has 10 points. I mean, they're, they're, I like this Imlay City team. I didn't like the first quarter. Uh, I'm sure uh, Coach Gothier didn't like the first quarter, <laughs> but he's got to love what they did after that. And, and, again, they averaged 66 a game, so they only scored 57. But they averaged winning by 20 points, and they won by 22. And they held a team that'd been averaging almost sixty points a game to thirty-five. So that's I'm I'm glad you finally got to see them in person, and you're feeling good about the Spartans. I feel good about Imlay City. And by the way, congratulations to uh, to Don Gothier. Got his two hundredth win last Friday. Wow! So that's a lot of wins. Yeah, that's uh, a lot of wins. They 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 they, they and he was like. You could tell he didn't like that they made a big deal about it before the game, but they kind of made a big deal but about it. Two hundred wins again. We we got used. We were on Al Demott watch last year, yeah. so obviously not at eight hundred and whatever. It doesn't sound like a lot, but for two hundred wins, if you win, you know, fifteen games a year, that's still taking you what thirteen, fourteen seasons. Yeah. And the thing is, is nowadays what we're noticing is coaches don't stay around that long. If you're there, if you're at a school ten years, you're there a long time. Mm-hmm. You're there a long time. Um, but congratulations, that is uh, that is no small accomplishment. And whether he wanted the recognition or not, it is well earned. Yeah, and he's going to add to that total throughout the rest of the season. They're eight and one now, and and I I think Emily City is, is tough. I'm lo- now Emily City Yale. Is a matchup is that is exciting, musty. Yeah, um, can I offer one kernel of concern for MLA City? That would be that if you shoot a lot of threes, that leaves you susceptible to having some random bad night shooting, and you can get clipped by a team that's not as good as you. Uh, that and can that's, happen. That's but- not an MLA City thing. That's just a team that ro- that shoots a lot of threes. That's just kind of comes with the territory but but the thing is is okay the threes aren't going in nash and a couple of their other guys they can get to the basket right like they they can change up they can all right so the threes aren't working so instead of stopping and popping we're just going to keep going to the basket and because he gets a lot of points that way and they get a lot of three points the old-fashioned way with uh with an and one that's just the only if there was any again kernel of concern that would be it is that you have a bad shooting night on a random cold January evening, and you're on the road in the BWAC, and you get clipped because you shot two of twenty from three. That would be the only thing I'd be concerned about with MLA City right now, because they look like them and Yale are probably the front runners. Yeah, and but I, I'm from the other perspective. If I'm playing against Emily City, they can beat anybody. If if you catch them on the wrong night and the threes are going in and it's an up and down run and gun game, like you decided we're going to run with them tonight, they might get a hundred on you. Right? They they could do what <laughs> they could do what PH did 
um, to Marine City. We'll talk yeah. about that in a bit. But, yeah, that is the flip side that, hey, maybe you're better than, than MLA City. Maybe let's just use Yale. And let's say they think they're better than them or they come in and MLA City hits – Six threes in the first half, and it's over before you're even in the locker room for halftime. Yeah. So uh, I do like Emily City is the long story short. Uh, Ubley beat Peck 55-27. Dryden beat Marlette 57-45. And we're starting to get some Dryden fans. Yeah, well, the Cardinals are uh, – <laughs> well, they know they got a good team. What does that bring Dryden to, like five and one? Let me let me double check real quick because Dryden is, is doing all right. Um – the Dryden boys are now up to four and one, and their only loss is to Mount Morris. Yeah. And actually, I'll see Mount Morris tonight. Yeah, that's that's a that odd coincidence. But and Dryden's been winning. They've had some close ones, but they beat Almont. They will go to Marlette, get a win. Interested to see what what this Dryden team can be. Now, uh, last night, gut check time for Port here on Northern. After getting kind of spanked on Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought the Huskies responded. This was a solid. Gross Point North, they're not going to win the white, but they're also uh, not an easy out. Like, if that's the last place team in the white, the white's pretty damn good this year. Right. Um, And this was a a good basketball game. It was tied at 34 at the half. It probably could have been tied at 50 at the half. Um, Both teams, especially Northern, uh, they scored 72 last night. I thought they should have scored 90. They missed a lot of bunnies and a lot of layups. Yeah, early in the game, they left some points out there. But they made a lot, too. And they ended up winning the game 72-57. to 57. And I just thought it was was solid uh, game. It, it was tied at halftime, and they just calmly came out. And at some point in the third quarter, you looked up, and, they, and you're like, geez, they're up double digits all of a sudden. Like, And it, and it just kind of happened with the, the flow of the game where, okay, this is happening, this is happening. And all of a sudden, you looked, and you're like, well, we were tied at halftime, and Northern's way up now. Like, where did this all all come from? Um, Alex Jamison, 22 points. Cam Haryu, 20 points. Amir Moreland, 12 points, and he fouled out of the game. Amir, Amir Moreland and Malik Thompson were in foul trouble in warm-ups, and they still both scored 12 points uh, in this, uh, this game. Um, and, and I just thought it was really solid. They didn't always play great defense, but when they needed a stop, they got to stop. They started to pressure the ball and, and, and take things away from Gross Point North in the second half that North was getting. In the first half, North got a lot of penetration to the basket, and, and their bigs were getting the ball and were effective, uh, clo- more effective than PH was close to the – or Northern was close to the basket. Um, but, you know, I thought well, yeah, this I was, was a pretty good performance. I was able to listen to a good chunk of the first half, and it felt like Northern would score, and you would be done – Saying that it that Northern scored, here's the score, and oh well, uh, Gross Point North got a layup. Yeah, they had a, uh, Leo Peretti had 17 points. They had some doozy whoppers of some uh, names. Yeah, uh, Rocco Cardinelli. That's not even the worst one. Yeah, no, no, I'm not even going there because there were brothers. Dimitri didn't play, but Vasilios did. Vasilios Vasilos was his name. That's a hell of a name to say quickly. Thanks, and he knocked down a three. <laughs> 
You um, should, <laughs> you're like, yeah, I, I hope he doesn't touch the ball much. I hope yeah. he didn't play as he checked in two seconds later. Oh, has it in the corner. Three's up. Yeah. Re- Reuben McBride-Williams was another goal, and he's a good player. Um, yeah, the, they get, they've got some guy, and R.J. Williams is a big dude. He's a man, <laughs> and he had 11 points uh, in the uh, the ball game, uh, and he w- he was tough because you know N- Northern's got bigs like Lincoln Watkins, not a small dude. No, um, Coggle is not small. Um, you know, uh, Cantrell's maybe a little wiry, but he's tall. Yeah, a- and yeah. R.J. was just bumping those guys out of the way and doing whatever he wanted. A whole lot of human post. in the paint, huh? <laughs> yes, he was. That's a so. nice win for Northern, though. The guy that didn't play was Daylon Doe. Doe? Doe. D-O-E. Daylon Doe. I was going to go, Doe, if he got a basket, but he, he didn't, so I have to do it on the show. <laughs> um, all right, anything else on no, this that's one? Just, that, that's a good win for Northern. When you get beat by 34, it's a little humbling, and when you're a young team, you wonder how the psyche is going to be. Bounce they back. were just fine, and, and they looked sharp. And, and I like that, hey, Jamison and Haru each with 20, Moreland and Thompson each with 12. That's the recipe for success. Yep. I mean, obviously, like, yeah. duh, it doesn't take a genius to figure out, hey, if you have two guys that score 20 and another couple that score a dozen, you're going to win a lot. But Yeah, that, that's 66 of your 72. Yeah, that's that's a lot. And, and you know what? Cantrell and uh, Watkins and uh, Jordan probably should have combined for 20 points last night Just instead some, of six. Just missed some close ones. Yeah. Um, Port Huron actually had the leading scorer of the night, uh, at least that'll Scores we got. Jackson Rowe had 24. Garrett James had 16. As Port Huron bombs Marine City 83-53. PH in the first half was 10 of 12 shooting from beyond the arc. They had 50 at halftime. And Redhawks apparently have been sharpshooters the last couple of games because they have put up some Big numbers yeah. in their first two Max Silver well, It started at Marysville because I thought they shot the lights out there and they only got to 66. Um, so clearly they shot the lights out in an unknown location. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, they play. Going to keep it brief. Weirdly enough, there was something wrong with a, a backboard at the Marine City High School gym. Now, if you're not aware, the Marine City High School and Middle School are connected. You just have to walk down the hall a few hundred feet, and there's a middle school gym. Probably shouldn't host a varsity game, but it can. You might be a little cramped in the seating, but it can. And would you look at that? PH just dealt with it and went in there and played and won, and it wasn't a big deal. I'm shocked. They probably want to make it their home gym after shooting 10 of 12 right. threes in the first half and scoring 83. What a concept that was. <laughs> they just walk down a hallway and go play in another gym. Yeah. Um, by the way, City scored 53 and what PH had 50 at halftime. Yes. Wow. By the way, how about Noah Adams with 13? Yeah. He hadn't played a ton in some of the earlier games. And uh, I also want to mention Trayvon Thompson, 10 points but eight steals and five assists. Yeah. That's uh, – 
He might not be their leading scorer most nights, but it feels like he stuffs the stat sheet. Uh, he's a good player. Both Thompsons um, yeah, stuff the Tom- stat sheet. Both Thompsons are really good. Uh, interesting that they decided to play apart from each other. I kind of like fun, it. too, because they both get to play. Because they'd be taking away from each other's time. And I think that's part of the reason why they are where they are. Is they said, well, we play kind of the same role, so why don't we each just play the same role on a different team? Um in completely unrelated news, Lakeview played Marysville. Mm. Um, I actually got to see most of the second half of this. Surprised one. there wasn't a fight. <laughs> Lake, Lake Involving View, you. Lakeview won 55-50. Um, yeah, Marysville <laughs> had chances in this one, and it was a little disappointing. Lakeview was up most or uh, all of the second half. I believe it got as high as 12. Marysville fought back. Uh, they had it within, I believe, three. But Marysville just can't get that big, big bucket. Like, they hit a three to cut it to three. I believe it was 50-47. to 47. And then they lapse on the defensive end. Or if they get the stop on the defensive end, they miss an easy shot. It just feels like a team that needs to learn to win. And... I don't want to say you're running out of time because it's still we're entering like the middle-ish part of the season, but someone needs to step up, or as a team, they need to step up and go, guys, we can't keep losing these close games because we can only go on the air so many times and say, yeah, they played well at times, but they just faltered too much. Yeah, Go beat a good team because that was a game you could have won. That's a game that if you play a consistent 32 minutes, Marysville can go win. You just, I mean, I joke about the, the pizza and half the pizza was fresh, half the pizza was old for, for Marysville in that one, at least in the second half from what I saw. It just feels like they do a great job getting up to the door of success and instead of kicking it down, they go and they check the knob and it's locked and they turn around and leave. Yeah. Because they're close. There's no doubt they're close. But they just have to get over the hump of, hey, we're competing with these good teams. Now go beat one. They didn't get 22 from Makai Radford. But, uh, again, just can't, can't get the big bucket, can't get the big stop. Get a little excited, too. That's the thing I noticed in the, in the PH game. They get a little excited, and, and they make unforced errors because it's like, yeah, they just oh, go- here's our chance. Oh, yeah. I threw the ball away. Yeah, they just almost they're surprised by their success sometimes. Like, they're surprised that they got to the basket and there's not someone <laughs> on their hip, and I think that comes from a team that hasn't had a lot of success. Now, they play Algonac in Memphis in their next two games. Got to win those two. Got to win those two. That'll put you at three and six. Not a great record by any means, but that can set you up that if you have a successful second half of the season, a successful 2024, that you can finish with a winning record. Yeah. And here's the other thing. Their district is not that great. I mean, it's what them, Marine City, St. Clair is the favorite, and then Armada Richmond, I believe. You can still grab the two seed in that district. That is something that you have to have in the back of your mind. If that St. Clair's in all likelihood going to be the top seed with MPR in that district, if you can get number two, you can avoid them till the finals. Yeah. I know it's a long ways away, but that's something that you have to think about, especially get these next two wins. Speaking of St. Clair, 
Uh, they clobbered Madison last night. Yeah, 67-24. That was, uh, that was kind of expected. I mean, everyone chipped in. Liam Nesbitt, 13. Colin Bulliard, 13. Drew McCartney, 12. Braylon Franz, 10. And a lot of those guys didn't play in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Or if they did, they had their cup of coffee and got out. Yeah. So that, that's just a solid win. Again, Madison's not going to beat St. Clair, but I like that St. Clair took care of business. On the road. Don't, don't mess around and right. have a game that's closer than it should be where you do have – because Braylon Franz going to play a lot of minutes for you this year. Cooper Pennewell is going to play a lot of minutes for you this year. Uh, it's nice to be able to get those guys out of the game and not have to play them a bunch of minutes in this game. Also, I swear uh, – there, there's a dunk every game for St. Clair because they had another one in this one, and it was uh, it was smooth. I mean, it was easy here. I haven't shown you, Dennis, but here, there's the play of it, and uh, <laughs> it is it's pretty it's pretty smooth. It's yeah. not that's not a wide open lane where you go. All right, cool. Let's get thirty feet of runway. That's one step and and, and a jam. So Madison's backboards are secured. Um, <laughs> we, we know that now. Yes. But uh, that's a nice win for St. Clair. Yeah. Um, Utica 51, Anchor Bay 45. Utica's good. They're 7-0. and yeah. They are 7-0. and oh. New, so Haven, New Haven 62. <laughs> what did you say? What you say? <laughs> I said so is New Haven. Yeah. They're 7-0. 62-52 oh. over Ike. Ike want- falls to five and two, but going into last night, the top three in the white were fifteen and one. And if you threw threw Northern in there, it's eighteen and three. Yeah, White's pretty darn good. Yeah. Uh, do you want to take a break before we go into some of this uh, BWAC? Yeah, action? We'll, we'll get into last night's uh, BWAC uh, games and, and the rest of the scoreboard uh, after the break. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800 848 5150. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. 
This is McKenna Kitely from Port Huron Northern at Port Huron Schools. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. I know that I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the court. I also know that they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We'll beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you're back with uh, Dennis and Brady. Let's get into uh, BWAC boys basketball from last night and Yale putting 71 up on Harbor Beach. 71-53. Yeah, Yale can score. And I feel like when they play MLA City, it's going to be a race to 75. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if somebody got 80. I really wouldn't. Because the way those two teams play, it's up, down, up, down, up, down. And to put that much up on a Harbor Beach team that's been pretty solid, Harbor Beach still scored 53 points and didn't have a shot. Yeah. Well, when you're going to run like that, like in in basketball, unless it's just a super dumb mismatch, right? like an 85-2 to two game in the state on Monday. <laughs> yeah. In boys. Yeah. Um. So... I mean, normally, if you're going to score 70 or 80 points, you're probably going to give up 50 or 60 right. at the least because the game's just up and down right. to you do get it more that possessions. quickly. Yeah. I think a couple years ago, Mooney had something like that where they gave up more points, but it's because there was like 10 more possessions a game or something yeah, so. that led to more points. Um, Waterford Kettering, who I know nothing about, beats Richmond 64 to 54. Should I be discouraged or encouraged? I just think this is a Richmond team that's young and is trying to find its footing. I, I They're not going to compete for the BWAC title this year, um, but I, I want to see progress from Richmond because they reloaded everybody. 
Like everybody. Yeah. And they're a brand new group. They're basically starting from square one. Well, and I thought they played pretty decently at Crosswell. They lost yeah, that, that game. That's a rivalry game. They that's a, an emotional game. That's the one that's easy to get up for. But consistency for Richmond is going to be uh, the key. So this one, um, I want to preface this by saying uh, the D-Zone has Flint Powers listed as the 21st best team in the state regardless of division. So a really solid team. That being said, I'm a little disappointed North Branch lost 69-22. Yeah, you were hoping that they could hang a little better. Right. You weren't expecting them to win. No, but instead of 69-22, could I have gotten 60-40? to Be in the same gym as them, but a a 47-point loss where you only score 22 points. I'm not going to panic and say North Branch is a bad basketball team, but I think this makes it obvious that they still have leaps to go before they become a team that you go – any gym, any night. Let's let's roll the ball out and see what happens. Yeah, uh, you were looking at, at the ticker this morning, and your your prices drop. It's just a, the, a, just the stock's a down a little bit. It's I, I won't even use the word concerning. Maybe just a little bit disheartening that it was you just lay an egg in that one. Um, but you also don't go from being a team that's in the at the bottom of a league to all right, we're at the top. Yeah. Come on, take we'll take on anyone in a single offseason. Had they beat Flint Powers last night, you might have been talking state title though. I don't think I would have done that. <laughs> but I would have been talking about You would have certainly been see I was right, Stucky, I was right. I'd have I'd have been saying North Branch is the team to beat now, but mm-hmm. uh, it's a humbling experience uh for North Branch. I want to see how they bounce back, but that is... Which I think they will. Yes. They'll, they'll I, be all right. I don't think this will crater the season because Flint Powers is a very talented team, but only scoring 22 points is a... It, it, I think that's what... Not the 69 because... They're going to score, yeah. Yeah, a, a lot of good teams score. They, they probably have scored more than that on some teams this year. But being held to 22, I think, is what I went, ooh, all right. You're still in the same room as Yale and, and MLA City right now for the BWAC title, but they're sitting on each head of the end of the table, and you you had to pull up a folding chair to the side just to get your get a spot. Yeah, but, but you're not putting them at the kids' table. And they're not at the kids' table okay. um, because I think if a lot of our teams went to Flint Powers, they'd lose. Yes. I just don't think they'd lose by forty-seven. Now you you can rectify all that by by putting it behind you, a la Port Huron Northern, because we're hey they lost to a really good Lincoln team. They went back and they beat Gross Point North. You have a holiday tournament coming up. You play Clio and either Lapeer or Flint Southwestern. I don't think you're probably playing Lapeer if you beat Clio. Hey, you're you're hosting this tournament. Go win it, get a couple straight wins, and then you're going into a matchup against Yale seven and one in the new year. Yeah, yeah, you definitely don't want to go into the Yale game on a losing streak because that could get ugly. Yes, 
Yes, it can. Um, that was all the, the BWAC scores, correct? Yeah, there are just a couple of other games. Peck beat Caseville 65-33. Thomas West with 18 in that one, and Cody Cairo with 14. I'm glad to see that Cody and his family know how to spell it. <laughs> Cairo, killing me. Uh, and Deckerville beat Bay City All Saints 56-49. to So not a ton the rest of the week in basketball action. Uh, we do have four games tonight. Dennis has the conclusion of the Jim Weimer tournament, St. Clair against Northern, Marysville against PH. I have the start of a Cross-Lex holiday tournament. Port Huron plays Bad Axe. Mount Morris plays Cross-Lex. Should be a uh, intriguing set of games. Yeah, and I'll go out there Friday for... The, the the final game or two games of right. that event. Because if Port Huron and Cross Lex win, we're not going to do Bad Axe Mount Morris. Yeah, if there's any combination where Bad Axe and Mount Morris is a game, we're not doing that game. We're doing the Cross Lex PH game. But if one wins and one loses, we'll obviously have two games on Friday night. Um, just um, looking at tomorrow's slate on Thursday. I mean, I'll, I'll be at Marine City, Richmond. You'll be at a couple of hockey games. Um, not a ton of games that jump out to me the rest of the way. Maybe this could be one. Utica Ford going to cross Lexington girls. Yeah, that, that could be interesting. I don't know a lot about Utica Ford, but I know that the, they're the bigger Mac school. White champs. Yeah, and, and that they're, you know, uh, I, I, I did see them play. So. They're 3-1 this year. Uh, they they are uh, they are solid. So um, I saw them actually in their loss, but they were playing Dakota. Right. <laughs> Is that to a lesser extent um, the similar spot North Branch boys were in? I mean, uh, I think home. Flip Powers is a, a yeah more I, of Flip a, Powers is better. Um, that's why I said like a, a a smaller version of that, like the same situation, just not as extreme. That hey if Ford comes up to cross Lex and you beat them. Now you're going, all right, you're you're pretty damn good. Yeah. That's a that's a Mac White team that you just beat. That that's a big win, but but my question is like, you know, I certainly think Yale would have a shot at, at beating Ford, but yeah, like I, I have to look at it and go, well, how many of the BWAC teams could beat Ford? Um, or am I giving Ford too much credit because they actually kind of got handled by Dakota, but if you saw Dakota this year, they're really good. Yeah, Dakota's really good every year, so yeah. that's, not a, that's not a really fair barometer to <laughs> base it on. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I did want to – I've been holding off on this. So after we do four games tonight, GetStuckOnSports.com will have done 899 games. So then – Thursday. The 6 o'clock Port Huron Unified of Hockey Game will be you, game number 900. Of course, you always get the <laughs> milestone. You always get the mile. I think I got like 450 or something. And, I, and, and when I was putting the schedule together this week and looking at it, I'm like, ooh, if I go to MLA City tonight, that'll make this game 900. I'm going to MLA City tonight. <laughs> oh, of course it will. I think I got I got one of them that didn't mean anything. Like maybe I got game six hundred or something. But you've had all the big ones. I know you had game five hundred. Yeah. Um. 
I had but, uh, I had eight hundred too. Yes, and I had seven hundred. I know. I know. I've had like the last couple because I've been rubbing it in your face yes, like I am yes, right now. Yes, you have. <laughs> but yeah, nine hundred games, not bad for a couple of schmucks. Yeah, on under four years. Under four years. Yeah, we're not even halfway through this school year, and with the COVID year with mixed COVID in, year. where at least a quarter of basketball got axed out. Oh. And football got shortened by three, four weeks, too. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, one, one hockey game. Um, Thumb Legion beat Grand Blank 4-2. to two. Uh, Eli they, Odell. They kind of needed that win. Yeah, they had lost three or four in a row uh, and been shut out in back-to-back games. Eli Odell had a goal and an assist. Peyton Bowerman with another goal. Gabe Vanderlip, great name, got a goal. Uh, Matt Schmidt with a goal. Couple of assists for Chase Tulaski and Lauren Eager made 32 saves, and uh, future Brady refereed that game. <laughs> yeah, go. Uh, Mike Gallagher was so excited to put it out there at 12:30 a.m. last night. <laughs> tweets out look that, like there's, that apparently there's a uh, time traveling me that was on the uh, on the officiating crew for that one. 45 year old referee Brady Beaton. Apparently, <laughs> I know what I'll be doing in the year. 2030 or 2045 yeah. or something. I don't know. 2041. I can't do math right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anything else? We'll be back uh, Friday. And then we might be a little light on podcast next week because Monday is Christmas. And then Wednesday, we have the SC4 showcase. So it's hard to do game do a podcast while games are going on. Yeah. I'm sure we'll find a way to mix one in between Christmas and the New Year. Yeah, and and we're at the uh, the 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 showcase three straight days, and we'll be covering uh, quite a few games. It's not like it has been in years past. No, where we were doing like all but so the first year we did this. I think we there was only one game in the entire showcase we didn't do. Yeah, I, I can remember like one day doing six games. We broke it up. Yeah, three and three. I'm um, not quite. Positive how we're going to break it up this time because actually one day there's only two games and they're back right. to back, so it doesn't make sense for us both to be there. Um, but we'll figure it all out. Um, the games that we're going to do are up on the, the schedule page, um, and that's the important thing. Yes. So we will be back Friday, and we'll have some uh, – we'll actually have a lot of hoops to talk about and a little bit of hockey. All right. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.